going to use that opportunity to go and, and indoctrinate these kids with your street ghetto philosophy certain point if you raise your level of income to the status of a rock star then uh-huh, uh-huh, then, right. then you got to keep coming up with ways to maintain that status we i mean i'm not even i'm not even saying eat meat but at least put some cereal in the milk come on <laughs> you that's like taking 666 the mark of the beast and redefining it like biggie tried to do and saying no it means this or that no, 666 is 666, you can call it holy 666, but it's still the mark of the beast. Whether it's welcome or unwelcome, you as preachers of the word are to show people in what way their lives are wrong. We welcome you now to A True Church Perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. Of his presence. People today feel they must prove the presence of God with physical signs and wonders in order to show that he is moving among his people. We've been talking about this since I did Thieves in the Temple. Matthew 12 and 39, but he answered and said unto them, an evil and adulterous generation does what? See, wicked people, adulterous people, or basically just sinful people need the sign because they don't have the word. They're not operating in the word. The word would be the proof if they wasn't sinful. But when you're sinful and live that kind of life, then you need a sign among you to prove that, you, that, that God is there. So a wicked and adulterous generation will always seek after a sign. Always. The truth of the matter is that the mere fact that we are walking and breathing miracles. How many of you are walking and breathing miracles? How many of you, the doctor just gave you up and you still here? Even when you were young. And biblical cord was wrapped around your head, and the doctor said you couldn't even come out, and you came out. Hallelujah, God. Yeah, they couldn't even find me. <laughs> I was breech, you know. And you know, some breech babies, their neck, they they, they get their necks broken. No, <laughs> and I had a big old head. My head has always been big. Yeah, but we're walking and breathing miracles. <laughs> from the dust and made in the image of God and that should be all the proof you need. Don't you know just walking around, being like God, looking like God, acting like God is a miracle. That's a sign and a wonder. That's the best one. Signs and wonders don't really prove God's presence because the enemy can manifest these as well. Y'all know the devil got tricks. Amen? Devil got tricks. But y'all saw him. And Moses threw down his rod and it became a snake. And Pharaoh was looking like, yeah, we can do that. And what did Pharaoh do? Duplicated the miracle. And doubled it. Raised him one. Yeah, same miracle. So signs and wonders ain't impressing nobody. The devil got some too. It's all energy. It's all energy manipulation. It's all light. I talked about that in part eight. It's, I mean, he, he has energy too. Really, if you just start thinking about it, it's, it's, it's signs and wonders even in our electronics. Microwave, that's a miracle. No human could think of that. That's the manipulation of a wave in the light spectrum. We don't have access to that. You know. 
an angel had to come down and give man that. Microchip, transistor, radio. Is a radio not amazing? You turn it on and sound is in it. No cables running. Have you ever thought about that? Light. I'll tell you the biggest one. An x-ray. How do you do that? Now I understand sonar. On a sonogram, you know, using sound to draw an image. I mean, that makes sense because, you know, you put sound in there and it's just going to, sound is going to go around it and wherever it went around it, it's going to project that image. That's, that, that makes sense in my brain. But an x-ray literally can go through, a light can go through you like that and show your image. And an x-ray is actually in the light spectrum. That is a variance of light. And you go above that with gamma rays and Become the Hulk. Um, <laughs> David Banner. Messing with them gamma rays. Acts 89. But there was a certain man. Called Simon. Who before time in the same city. Used sorcery and bewitched the people of Samaria. Giving out, giving out that he was some great one. The people. Brought him into the church. Because he could do magic. And it makes the people feel good. When you do signs and wonders. Because that makes them feel like God is there. Instead of going home and manifesting signs and wonders in your house. By treating your children right and treating your wife right. Amen. Submitting to your husband and treating your husband right. Manifest that wonder and sign. Yeah, for some of you women that is a sign and a wonder, ain't it? When you think about how you used to be. And how your mama is. God delivered you from being like her. Some of you men went and looking for the opposite of your mama. You ain't got to raise your hand. Your mama might be in here. Don't raise your hand, but you wasn't looking for mama. That's why your mama and her don't get along. Because you got the opposite. You watched the way she treated your daddy and talked about your daddy. You was like, oh, no. No, no. You had that meeting right before you used to put the ring on her finger. Will you? Wait, 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 hold on. Just promise me you'll never be like my mom. You promise? Do you promise? You love your mama. You just don't want that in your house. You know what I'm saying? Because she had issues from her mama. Amen. Some of y'all are in, in ABC right now to bust that up. I'm like, look, if he don't do nothing else, can you deliver me from my bloodline? How about that? You know what I'm saying? I give you tithes and offerings. I'll come every Sunday if you can cancel that curse that all my sisters and brothers have. Amen? Am I talking truth in here? I want no part of that in my house. The fruit is the proof and we must get back to the, a place where God's power operating through us brings forth fruit as a sign of his indwelling. You shall know them by their fruits. Do men gather fruits from thorn or thistles? No. So you'll automatically know that if their fruit is corrupt, the tree is corrupt. Amen? So we got to get back to the place where God's power is operating through us bringing forth fruit. True signs of the presence of God. And I went through some of these on, the, on a little short video that's on, um, on the internet. Uh, but I want to go through them for you guys now and then we're going to be done. Signs of it. Repentance. Repentance causes revival. That's, that's what starts it. A move of the spirit, it starts with repentance. 
Everybody in the right posture. The problem is that nowadays men are so self-centered and they have so many selfish motives and they want to be seen by the people and treated like God himself so God's not competing with that. They got to manifest Kundalini and stuff to make it look authentic because the power of God is nowhere around them because God doesn't deal in their arrogance. I made that my, I told, I was telling Brother Will, I made that my New Year's resolution. That's one of my New Year's resolutions is I, I, I just, I, I just can't give some of these guys what they want anymore. I'm, you know, I'm the type I would give preachers, you know, I just, you know, if you think you the apostle of the whole world, you know, I'd go to them when I'm talking to them and I would respect them like that, you know, so, so you, yes, I ain't doing it no more. You know what I'm saying? I'm just not. I'm going to let them know, you know, I'm going to talk to them one-on-one. Usually I go in and I'd be like, well, bless you, uh, Deisis Bishop, uh, you know, whatever he called himself, I call you that. I'm not doing it no more. I'm just not. Now, I'll call him pastor or whatever, but I'm not giving you the title that you got off the back of the cornflakes box. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it's just got to end. You know, it's just gone too far. How many of you think it's just gone too far? It's time. It just got to end. Okay. So you apostle, you bishop apostle, you reverend doctor apostle bishop, you bishop doctor apostle, then they got the suffocant, you suffocant bishop. What is that? <laughs> bishop designee. I'm bishop designee. That means he's designated as a bishop, he just hadn't been installed yet. <laughs> suffocant means that he's bishop, but we really don't have no people to put him over, but we got to make him bishop because he's got dirt on all of us. That's suffocant bishop. <laughs> That's what it is, and it's auxiliary bishop. He's an auxiliary bishop. He don't have a state. His church hardly have any people. Nobody likes him. But he's got dirt. So you got to give him a title or he's going to tell it. That's auxiliary bishop. Suffocant auxiliary and designee. When the word bishop in the Bible is the same word. Look at somebody, it's the same word. As pastor. There's no difference in the Bible. No difference. So they got this TV show, Illegitimate Bishops. Uh, Lexi was interviewing some of the bishops, uh, Bishop Ellis and Paul Morton and others. They're mad because they're like, there's no apostolic succession. So you're just making yourself a bishop, but you don't have the authority of the bishop because there's no apostolic uh, succession. What they consider apostolic succession is... It has to come from the Bible. So you got Peter, who was the first pastor, but they say he was the first pope. He laid hands on a preacher. That preacher became a pope, supposedly. He laid hands on the papacy. All of them became popes. So all these bishops that are mad go down there and let the pope lay hands on them. So Paul Morton, Bishop Ellis, T.D. Jake, all of them went down there and let the Pope lay hands on them so that they could, it could be apostolic succession from Peter, who, when you really research it, Peter was never a Pope. He was never into none of that. He preached against all of it, and Peter was married. Now, how was Peter a Pope and Peter was married? So they up there talking, hey, they, you're not a real bishop if hands wasn't laid and if it didn't move here. So I'm not doing it. Look at somebody say, he's not doing it anymore. When I come in their presence, brother, I'm just not going to give you, I'm not giving you that. No. I don't care how big your cross in your pocket is. If I can see it through your suit, I don't care. It's just time for this foolishness to end. Amen.
foolishness is built on the backs of the people. So while we're riding a bus, we're paying for your Bentley. It's time for that to stop because the Pope laid hands on you. Now you have something that no one else has. Amen. So anyway, repentance. The fact that many walk in pride and desire to be lifted up proves that they are not filled with God's spirit. Whenever you see a man behaving like that, it's not God. It's just not God. You're looking for a platform, want somebody to see you, it's not God. That's the opposite of Jesus. Jesus was trying to hide and he told him, don't go tell nobody what I'm doing. Now if that's good enough for Jesus, shouldn't it be good enough for us? To not lift ourselves up before men and try to get men to worship us as deity? Can I tell the truth in here? We cannot expect revival or his presence to come if we are walking in pride. Repentance brings his presence to us and fills us with his power. Acts 3.19. Just plain as day. Repent ye therefore. Which turn means turn. Turn from your sin. And be converted. Change. That your sins may be blotted out. So they won't be blotted out until you repent and are converted. So when the time of revival or refreshing shall come... From, his pres- from the presence of the Lord. So when that time comes, you need to repent and be converted. And that way you can be refreshed. That's basically what it's saying. You can be revived. There's no revival without repentance and conversion. Yeah, everything else is a sideshow, basically. Healed homes. How can we claim the power of God and it not heal our relationships in our homes and minister to our marriages and children? How do you have all of this wondrous power and you... Your house is in disarray. It don't make no sense. Does it work in your house? The children don't even like you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know preachers, their children despise them. It is impossible to be in the presence of God and still operate in selfishness and bitterness. Yes. Isn't it? Yes. How are you operating with the presence of God and you selfish and bitter? Yes. Something is wrong with your Holy Ghost. Married couples all the time. They say, Brother, we need counseling. We need you feel with the Holy Ghost? Yes, I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. She feel with the Holy Ghost? Yes, she's filled with the Holy Ghost. Then you got a counselor. Y'all can't work that out, and both of y'all are filled with man. One of y'all is crazy, I understand. Both of y'all feel with the Holy Ghost, and y'all can't work that out. Y'all can't be nice, can't get along. How do two people Feel with the Holy Ghost, can't get along. You know what I'm saying? I watch people in church. Oh, sister Sons, I can't stand her. And they sit on two sides, opposite sides of the church, trying to out yell each other. Yeah, yeah. Mm, Lord. Mm, Lord. Yeah, Lord. Ding, ding, ding. Okay. <laughs> Round one is over. Y'all feel with the Holy Ghost? Y'all feel with a ghost, but it ain't the Holy Ghost. Feel with the grudge ghost from that movie. How do I don't I never understood that, but if you feel with the Holy Ghost, you should be able to get along with everybody. Old folks used to sing it, make me love my neighbors. Love all my friends. Remember they used to sing that song? Singing it mad with their lips like this. You ain't taking in the lyrics. And it makes me love my enemies. Does it? A true sign and wonder of God's ability is his power to fix whatever the enemy tries to break. Y'all know what I'm talking about? That's power. Mark 10 and 9. What therefore God hath joined together, let no man put asunder. If God joined you together, then his power ought to be able to keep you together. 
no matter, look at somebody say, no matter what happens. No matter what happens. You know that love you have for your child no matter what they do? No matter what they do. You told them not to do it 85 times and they kept doing it. Doesn't change how much you love them. Why can't we have that with our spouses? Health! This is a sign of the Holy Ghost. And somebody don't want it to be. The temple of God is where he resides. Not a building, but within us. So we must take care of our what? And make living and eating healthy a what? Yes, help us God. Help us all. Help. And you know, if you, if you do this, you're conscious of everything. Every now and then, you can do Roscoe's chicken and waffles. I did it Thursday. It made me sick. Maybe it's because they named everything on the menu after Obama now. The Obama plate. The Obama special. The Obamlet. I'm like, man, what happened? Then I looked on the picture and Obama went there. So Obama came in there and christened the place with his presence. Now all the meals is Obama. It's amazing how people preach against sin but embrace gluttony and slothfulness. That word just sounds terrible. Slothfulness. Will you quit being slothful? You know what slothful means? Sorry. Because after you eat the wrong stuff, man, we all ate that uh, Obama stuff. Everybody was just... Me and Aaron got back to the hotel. We was like, uh-uh, dude. We went and worked out in jeans. I was like, no. I said, no, I can't do this. I cannot lay down. I will not lay down. My body was just like, yes, you will. <laughs> I started shaking off. Oh, I felt terrible. It tasted good, though. Now, it tasted the bomb. But it was the bomb in my stomach. <laughs> Does the power of God give us a pass when it comes to our health? A real move of God will cause us to eat healthy and exercise to keep our temples clean. 1 Corinthians 3 and 17. If any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy. For the temple of God is what? Now is he talking about a building? No, that's what this next comma is all about. Which temple ye are. And you know, whenever I preach about health, I ain't trying to high side nobody. I'm telling you what G. Craig Lewis of EX Ministries had to do. I dropped 70 pounds, I had to. Because I can't preach this if I didn't. You understand what I'm saying? I had to line up myself. I was 223 and wheezing. Ain't five foot nothing. So you know, I don't need to be no two nothing. We were just talking about it. Before I spoke, they used to have to take me to Dunkin' Donuts and get me a number one. I was like one of them divas. On the way to the church, he would call them a week before to find the Dunkins. And I'm thinking... I just liked it. But really, my body needed it. Because my adrenals were shot. My aminos were shot. My sugar was shot. So I needed the sugar. I needed the caffeine. I needed all of that just to get the message out. Once I would finish the message, I would be soaking wet. They'd take me to the back and sit me down. And I'd have to sit down until it was time to go back to the hotel. My energy was gone. I had just enough from the carbs and junk I just ingested. But it wasn't good. And I was like, something's got to change. That's me. You know, you do what you want with your temple, but I'm just letting you know I had to do it. And I still, to maintain it, I got to ride that bike. Don't we have to ride the bike? You want to keep looking like that? You better do something, because if you stop, it's going to come back. Obedience. 
True revival produces obedience. Men desire to obey God's plan and not their own. Women desire to be obedient to their husbands and not try to rule them. Walking out the plan of God for our lives, abiding in sound doctrine are all proof of his presence. That proves it. You don't need nobody levitating. Nobody's got to levitate to prove that the power of God is in here. All you got to do is obey your husband. That'll prove it. Men, all you got to do is obey Christ. You're obeying Christ, the power of God is there. 2 Thessalonians 3 and 14. And if any man obey not our word by this epistle, note that man. Mark him. If he's disobedient and don't want to do right and don't want to, mark him. And have what? Get him out of your house. That he may be ashamed. God is not throwing him away. God just wants him to feel ashamed so he go get himself together. Change is a true sign. The miracle that God performs when his presence is here is opening the blinded eyes. That's a miracle. Some folks in here was on crack. You don't have to raise your hand, but somebody in here, several, was on drugs. You are mir- It's a miracle that you are in here right now. You have totally changed. Am I telling the truth? Somebody in here was an alcoholic. You don't do that no more. Still smell good, but nah. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to be, it don't have to be miraculous. Oh, when I get around alcohol, I just start throwing up before I drink it. Yeah. You know you want some. I mean, why, uh, why, why we got to do that? Why we got to just take it to that level? Amen. I mean, you just don't drink. I just don't drink it no more. Would it make me drunk and make me feel good? Probably. No, I just don't drink it no more. Because that's, that's sin and I'm, not gonna, I'm just not doing it. You know what I'm saying? Don't make it spiritual because if you make it all spiritual, oh no, I see a bottle. Oh, my eyes go to the back of my head and I just pass out. And, oh, will you do that? Then if you accidentally drink some, you're done. Yeah, right. that's it. You're drunk some, now they got to find you in the alley in boots and an overcoat. <laughs> what, what happened to them? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You the one took it to 10, so now you ain't no coming back from that. You know what I'm saying? You didn't leave a back door. But y'all know what I'm saying. The church would try to make you take it, just take it. You know, put you over the drinking ministry. And this brother's powerful, boy. He came off alcohol. He get everybody delivered. You know, now you just, now you can't mess up. You know what I'm saying? You took some Robitussin and now you on on a building. (laughs) I'm about to jump somebody. (laughs) Just on the ledge. Robitussin. Because you can't come back and put you over the drinking ministry. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Let's not do that, man. You just decide not to drink anymore for the sake of God. That's my deliverance. My deliverance is I love God and I'm not doing it no more. Do you know that's deliverance? No, something chemically changed. My liver, it turned and then it went this way and now it can't hold no alcohol. But you got a big gulp of Coke. Coke. Yeah, yeah. That's ignorance. <laughs> Man, I'm preaching. This is good. We must walk in the light and bring this light into our homes, our churches, and everywhere we go. It's not about an exterior blessing as much as it is an interior change. To know it's God, the people must what? To know it's God, the people must change. First Peter 2 and 9. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should show forth the praises of him who hath called you where? See, people, don't, people read this, they don't even know what it means. Out of darkness, they're like, oh, that's my past. No. That's the elephant. 
That's denial. He's called you out of blindness. And now you can see. That's what he's saying. So you, you address the elephant now. You address the denial now. You just can't live with that denial anymore. You're not in the dark. He said we're not children of the dark. We're children of the light. So I got to bring light to these dark places. I got to deal with these situations now. I, I just can't walk around this elephant anymore. Truth. All moves of God that don't expose lies and uphold truth are false moves. Can I say that? Because the Holy Ghost is the what? It's the spirit of what? It's the spirit of truth. So ain't no move of the Holy Ghost and folks living lies. No move of the Holy Ghost and, and lies, you know, elephants everywhere and denial is everywhere and nobody want to deal with anything. That's not the power of God. Power of God make you deal with it and address it. Anytime denial is present and the elephant in the room is not addressed, it's not a true move of God. The disciples of Jesus lost their lives because they refused to play church and allow the elephant to exist. They'd all they, they could all stayed alive if they had played the church game. Just don't deal with anything. Oh, you can have Jesus within. That's not my ministry. I'm not going to say anything. You know, just let people do that. No! These guys had to deal with everything that was going on. And they lost their lives for it. They would address the issues of the leaders, the people, and anyone else that joined forces with darkness. Their attitude was, if you are not for Christ, then you are against us. And they preached truth no matter what it cost them. This is when there is a true move of the Holy Ghost. When truth is preached without fear, compromise, or selfish motives. Summary! It's time to separate the real from the fake. It's time to get unemotional for a minute in order to rightly divide what is going on in our churches. We must address these leaders that are merging the church and the world and it's time to to address these traditions of men that are causing people to accept idolatry and serve men as gods. It's time to address the sin in the body of Christ and hold the church accountable to the word of truth. It's time to address ourselves and deal with the issues that are plaguing us. If we do not discern the times, we will attach ourselves to false moves. These false, false moves are going to lead the church into the arms of false prophets and ultimately into the hands of Antichrist. It's time to discern what time it is. Second Thessalonians 2 and 8 And then shall that wicked be revealed whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. Did y'all hear that? They receive not the love of the truth. That they might be saved. And for this cause God shall send them strong delusion. That they should believe a lie. And that, that they all might be damned who believe not the truth. But had pleasure in unrighteousness. Look at somebody says, time to believe the truth. Not just believe it but apply it. Live it and walk it. Everyone bow your heads. God, we thank you, Lord, for truth, helping us to discern the times, know what time it is, so that we can be prepared for the great deception that is going to happen starting this year in the church. It's already bad, but it's going to get worse. And many here, Lord, because they've decided to separate themselves from 
denial and separate themselves and go where truth is. They're going to be ostracized and talked about and pushed away and made fun of and called cultists and cult members and got those that have you know made the decision to even homeschool, keep their kids at home, out of the system. They're going to be talked about. Those guys that have women that have decided to leave their jobs and be a full-time mom at home, raise their children, they're going to be talked about. We're in a time where everything that you intended is ostracized and made fun of as if it's weird or it's something wrong with it. But God, I pray right now that they will not be deceived. Every man, every woman that desires to line up with what you spoke to them, those that know that you spoke to them and commanded that they do things differently. I pray for them right now, God, that there'll be no hindrance, no interference, that the enemy will not change the path and the course that you have for them, but they will see the course to the end and not be deceived. We speak against strong delusion from us. We don't want it, God. We're going to trust your word and do what you say. We're going to hide and fall in love with your truth so that the strong delusion will not delude us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You've been listening to A True Church Perspective from G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of Adamant Believers Council in Grand Prairie, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas, 76124, or donate online at www.exministries.com.